the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Let's begin with prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and worship you. And thank you, Lord, for this day and this season. And we thank you, Lord, for who you are in our lives. And we just pray that we will be faithful servants to you. So, Lord, as we talk about Messianic Judaism today, we ask, Father, uh, that you would anoint this program and anoint the listeners as well so that we can be in unity as we look at your word, Lord. So we bless you, thank you, and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, so today we're continuing the series on Messianic Judaism and looking at the prophecies about Messian- the Messianic vision that God is using to call um, what isn't into existence, right? Isn't that what prophecy is? Uh, something that isn't, and, and God calls it into existence, yeah. But this week, before we begin, I, I want to mention that I'd like to offer to you our Thanksgiving Haggadah. That's a booklet, and it, it gives you a, a like a 15-minute service at your Thanksgiving table, which is going to be a blessing to you. If you would like one, the charge is $5.00. Uh, which includes shipping. It's a 16-page booklet. If you want everyone to have one at the table, multiple copies are $3 each. Again, that includes shipping. Look, if you don't have any money and you still want it, we'll be happy to send it to you. So uh, either way, just call Karen at 813-831-5673 and she'll get it out to you. Just think, the normal Thanksgiving meal includes everyone quickly saying one thing that they're thankful for, agree in a quick prayer, and then eat lots of food. 
But, you know, these holidays should be a time where families go deeper. And bringing God into everything, what we do, is important. Also, this Haggadah includes U.S. history and what some of our early leaders like Jefferson said about Thanksgiving. So invite family, friends, co-workers, neighbors together. Have these Haggadah booklets uh, for each one. You'll you'll have a great time. It'll it'll lead to a lot more discussion. So um, in order for everybody to feel part of the celebration, get one for each person you've invited. Um, as I said, uh, kids will like it too. There's some pages at the end that are specifically for them. Uh, either email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen 813-831-5673. Also, I just mentioned if you can send us a financial gift uh, to help uh, keep our program on the air, that would really be awesome. And... Uh, so let's begin uh, as we take this look, and, and we're mainly talking uh, right now about the prophetic, prophetic uh, sense of messianic vision, okay? And so last, I, I can't really go over everything we did last week, but I will just mention the scriptures we used. If you want to write them down quickly, but it'll be quickly. So we, last week we went over Jeremiah 31.30, Isaiah 7.14, Isaiah 9.56, uh, Psalm 2.11 and 12, Psalm 22.15 through 19, Zechariah 9.9, Isaiah 53, all of it, but especially verses 4 to 6, Romans 11.25, Luke 21.24, Okay, so, uh, and those last two scriptures talk about the blinders coming off the Jewish people, and we know that Messianic Judaism began approximately 1970, just after Israel got control of Jerusalem, so that's connected to those scriptures. Uh, last week, we ended with the supporting scripture that was Isaiah eleven ten through 12. So we looked at really what I would call the big picture. Oftentimes, we we kind of lose some of our faith because we get discouraged. God hasn't answered our specific prayers, or he hasn't healed us, or we didn't receive a job and that we were praying for. However, I believe God wants us to take our eyes off ourselves and look at the bigger picture, because the bigger picture is that God is amazing. Look, there are Messianic congregations in almost all countries in the world. And with a strong Messianic presence in Israel, over a hundred congregations and fellowships. And we are a credible presence in the United States, having hundreds of Messianic fellowships and synagogues. We are poised, I believe, to be mightily used by God. And this is the difficult thing, waiting, <laughs> right? Waiting. We are poised. We are doing what I believe we're supposed to be doing, and we're waiting patiently, I might add. <laughs> 
So the current messianic movement is tied to the restoration of Israel. Consider this scripture as it was written to Jewish people, right? In Jeremiah 23, okay, we'll start with the first couple scriptures, and I want you to listen very carefully, and then I'm going to do something. It might upset you, but I'm going to do it anyway. All right, here we go. Jeremiah 23, verse 1. Woe to the shepherds who are destroying and scattering the sheep of my pasture. It is a declaration of Adonai. Verse 2, Therefore thus says Adonai, the God of Israel, about the shepherds who feed my people, you have scattered my flock, driven them away, and have not taken care of them. I will soon visit on you the evil of your deeds. It is a declaration of Adonai. Now, those two verses to me talk about the fact that the Jewish people uh, did not follow the Lord, and so God sent them into the four corners of the earth. And um, so now I'm going to read verse 3, and I'm going to tell you that my opinion is verse 3 is talking about over 2,000 years later. That's right. I'm saying between verse 2 and verse 3, there's over 2,000 years. You ready? Okay. Verse 3, I will gather the remnants of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them and will bring them back to their folds and they will be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will feed them. They will no longer be afraid or dismayed, nor will any be missing. It is a declaration of Adonai. So verse 3 to me is a description of the Messianic Jewish leaders who have who are in Israel, who are teaching the flock, who are, they've come from all the, it says, I will gather the remnants of my flock out of all the countries, right, where I've driven them, and will bring them back to their folds, and they will, and I will raise up shepherds over them who will feed them. So, this is what I believe has happened in this verse. So, good shepherds, are feeding the people. The people are becoming less afraid to acknowledge Yeshua, the Messiah, because there are more people and more shepherds. And and so we see in Israel a real move of God's Spirit in the Messianic movement. And, and what a blessing. So right after that, we see in verse 5 and 6, it talks about Yeshua, the righteous branch. And then in verse 7, it says this, Therefore, behold, days are coming, says Adonai, when they will no longer say, as Adonai lives, who brought up, uh, brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. Rather, as Adonai lives, who brought up and led the offspring of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all the lands where he had banished them, so they will dwell in their soil." Hey, this is happening. It's incredible. The only time we talk about God taking the Israelites out of Egypt is at Passover time. But when you talk about 
bringing people back from the North Country. What is the North Country? The North Country and the four corners of the earth. Well, the North Country could be Russia. And so prophetically, it's saying that the people will come from the four corners of the earth, but especially from Russia. Do you realize that there are more Jewish people who have come to Israel from Russia than any other country? Approximately a million Jews have come out of Russia. Is that amazing? Okay. We're going to continue, right? <laughs> Let's look at Ezekiel 28, 25, and 26. Thus says Adonai Elohim, when I have gathered the house of Israel from the people among whom they are scattered, and show my holiness through them in the eyes of the nations, then they will live in their own land, which I gave to my servant Jacob. Now, Let's stop there for a second. I believe God is showing his holiness through the Messianic Jews in Israel, and the entire world is going to see it. Now, when I say Messianic Jews, I'm talking about the Jewish people who are believers, but also the Gentiles who are believers who are in the land. And I believe that God is going to show through these people in Israel his holiness, it says, to the eyes of the nations. Okay. And we, you and I, are helping them to prepare. It says in verse 26, they will live safely there. They'll build houses and plant vineyards. They'll live securely. When I've executed judgments on all those around them that treated them with contempt, so they will know that I am Adonai, their God. Well, there's a long span of years here, I believe, but I think that that this is beginning to happen and we in the United States are helping Israel prepare most of Israel's messianic leadership that I talked about the rabbis in messianic congregations have come from the United States most of the financial support for messianics and their ministries in Israel comes from the United States we are involved, whether you feel this way or not, we are involved with God's prophetic purposes that will be happening very soon and actually have started already. And we see again in Ezekiel, like in, in chapter 36, 24 to 26, it says, I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, bring you back into your own land. Then I will spring, sprinkle clean water on you. And so the Jewish people have come back from the four corners of the earth, from all the nations. And now God is sprinkling clean water on them. This is the messianic movement in Israel. And you will be clean from all your uncleanness and from all your idols. It says in verse 26, moreover, I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the stony heart from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. So this new spirit put inside uh, those and made clean are the messianics in Israel. We as the messianic movement in the United States are a support to what God is doing 
in Israel. We are in the midst of God's move. Maybe we can't see it from our vantage point, but when we look at Scripture and how God is bringing his word to pass, we even here in Tampa Bay area are in the midst of what he is doing. And the more you get involved with the Messianic movement and the more you get involved with Israel, you will see more of this happening. It's a very, very exciting time. And I I would just say, when you get involved with Israel, be careful, because there are a number of organizations that are anti-Messianic, and you might be supporting them. And I don't think that's what you want to do, is it? (laughs) So be careful. At any rate, that's an aside. Let's look at... Amos, Amos 9, 14 and 15. Again, we see another scripture about restoring. Yes, I will restore the captivity of my people Israel. They will rebuild desolated cities and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and drink their wine. They will also make gardens and eat their fruit. Yes, I will plant them on their land and they will never again be plucked up out of their land that I have given to them, Adonai, your God, has said it. Look, this, again, there are so many scriptures about talking about Israel being back in the land. And these are not scriptures that we should ignore or spiritualize. This is God's plan. This is God's prophetic plan. And and the Messianic movement all throughout the world, but in Israel in particular, is really poised, as I said, to see great things, amazing things happen uh, through what God wants to do. Okay, so we need to support, we need to be in unity uh, for the salvation of our Jewish people. Now, sometimes Christians feel that I make it all about Jewish people. However, prophetically, God has been pretty specific, even with Christians, about supporting and sharing with Jewish people and seeing them saved. So let's turn, as you would suspect, I think, to Romans 11, starting with verse 11. And here's Paul giving, you know, a, a, a speech, in a sense, to a letter to the Christians. I say then, they, meaning the Jewish people, did not stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be, but by their false step, meaning they're not accepting Yeshua as Messiah, salvation has come to the Gentiles to provoke Israel to jealousy. So one of the main ideas here is that Gentiles are to provoke Israel to jealousy. And it's done by your relationship with Yeshua as your Messiah. Now, verse 12, Now if their transgression leads to riches for the world and their loss riches for the Gentiles, then how much more their fullness? In other words, the it's intimated here that when they come back to Yeshua as Messiah, wow, the Jewish people are going to, everybody's going to see so much more, and we see that in the next couple verses. Verse 13, but I am speaking to you who are 
Gentiles. Insofar as I am an emissary to the Gentiles, I spotlight my ministry. If somehow I might provoke to jealousy my own flesh and blood and save some of them. There it is. Same thought. Now listen to verse 15, which I believe is the key. For if the Jewish people's rejection leads to the reconciliation of the world, obviously through Yeshua, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? Now, wouldn't you agree with me that if we tried to figure out a word, life from the dead, it would be revive, revival, right? And what God is saying is, as Jewish people are coming to receive Yeshua as Messiah, there is going to be revival, revival not only in the Jewish community, but in the world. So in Messianic Judaism, our purpose is to bring Jewish people to the Lord, either directly by sharing, but also inspiring and teaching the church to bring Jewish people to the Lord. This has to come back on the, the church's radar. It, it hasn't been for 2,000 years. It needs to come back. This will lead to worldwide revival, and it will also lead to the one new man. Now, you've heard about the one new man in Scripture. Who is the one new man? Well, the one new man is part of God's prophetic calling for both Messianic Jews and Christians. And the one new man is important as we look at Scripture. But you have to understand that the one new man is just not arbitrary people. As we see next week, when we go over Ephesians and John and other Scriptures, the one new man is Jew and Gentile who are both believers, Jewish believers and Gentile believers, they become one in Messiah. That is going to be an amazing and exciting time. So as we close today and look forward actually to uh, next week, um, because I think it, it's so exciting to talk about the one new man. But uh, we'll continue with the prophetic nature of Messianic Judaism. But I, I want to really recommend strongly to you this Haggadah that I've talked about. It's, it's how to celebrate Thanksgiving. It's, it's really a, a, a 20-minute service that you will have at the table uh, of Thanksgiving. It's going to make Thanksgiving come alive because it has U.S. history in it. it. It's just a wonderful way to celebrate. And you really get a sense not only historically of Thanksgiving, but but God in Thanksgiving. And, and it gives you uh, why and how to thank God for the things that he has given us. So I, I really recommend, look, if you don't have money, Call us anyway. We'll send you the Haggadahs. It's a 16-page book. Uh, but if you do, we'd appreciate uh, you, for multiple copies, send us $3 each. Or just talk to Karen. She'll give it to you. Um, you know, 
it's because it's a booklet, we would prefer to send it by mail, which means I'm asking you to, to, to do this today and tomorrow so we can get it to you. Because believe it or not, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. So um, just think it, it's going everybody, your neighbors, your friends, whoever's at your Thanksgiving table, your family and your kids are going to appreciate Thanksgiving more as they use these Haggadahs. So be ready to go deeper. I'm, I'm asking you to either email me at rabbi at heart of dot org or call Karen at 813-831-831. Five six seven three. Well, as I always want to tell you, I believe that we are to grow in our desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 